Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Goldstein. And I'm the salt, fat, acid, heat of this podcast. Mm, wow. Mm. Wow. Is someone have, making focaccia? I'll have two of Just, each, please. You're in true balance. How existing. <laughs> Love it. I want, what would you say this the modality like the um elements are Ooh. with the Ooh. salt fat acid heat can okay. i say salt fat acid heat okay well i think one seems a little obvious it is a little bit on the <laughs> nose yeah sure so well but we don't well, there's no rules maybe not i feel like okay i'm gonna go heat fire mm-hmm. acid air mm. salt, earth fat water Wow. Okay, I think I'm fat earth. Hell yeah. Sorry, me. Hell yeah. No. Uh, Hell yeah, salt <laughs> air. Because mm-hmm. they're salty. Mm-hmm. And then acid as water. And he is mm. fire. Okay. I have one. Were you guys the same? Because I think I have one switch. Or ours did you have... are different. No, ours were diff- definitely different. Wait, say, can you say yours again? I'm sorry. Who? Give me your recap. I'm gonna say heat is fire. Heat is fire. Acid is air. Mm-hmm. Salt is earth. Gotcha. Salt is the earth. Fat yes. is water. Interest. Fat drops. Yeah. And then Lisa <laughs> said, "Yes, earth is fat. Earth is fat. Air is salt. Mm-hmm. Water is acid. Heat is fire." Interesting. Okay, I'm gonna go. Heat is fire. Sorry. The, the, the floor is lava. Uh, fat earth as well. I'm going salt water mm-hmm. and I'm going acid air. Mm-hmm. Okay. Acid I, feel, I don't know why acid feels light, even though I don't, I don't know where I'm thinking also not as much foodie. Like I'm going, my brain is zooming out a little bit on. I didn't think of it as in a food sense in a way. Like I'm almost mm-hmm. like going small, like, or maybe bigger. Mm-hmm. No, I could see I could also be persuaded to switch salt and fat as well. But mm-hmm. I think to me and I know less about the actual food composition of it, but to me I'm thinking I am thinking more elementally of fat adding that like moisture and like I don't know, mix mm-hmm. thinking of like mixing things or whatever as opposed to salt, I feel like is that like the the real like salt tank. is earth like i like the salt is earth because and i think that's very earth, accurate it's like it is the thing that like really compositionally brings things together mm-hmm. but and well, now you have me thinking that fire is acid and that, air, oh, air or earth is earth is heat because it's that, like earth is the like mm-hmm. uh container or whatever mm-hmm that we live Mm -hmm. within heat is like a spectrum right like you can go over too much well it's like within the container Mm yeah and then i think acid is something that like creates like brightness in a meal or Mm -hmm. it adds a little just something like i think that's very fiery i don't know Mm -hmm. yeah no Mm -hmm. we pigeonholed heat and that yeah we were our demise (laughs) but also but i mean But also it is like, I don't know. I like Mm -hmm. this, but I also like, I love all of these in, in balance too, which was not a thing that I was expecting to be such a prevalent, um, 
Mercury theme. Not to mm-hmm. get not to get right into it, but it it but it really did come up a lot of of elements in balance um and working together and these kinds of things too. So that is a good an excellent excellent name. Mm-hmm. I have episode. a I have a burning question for you <laughs> too. Yeah. Light and it up. Baby. I'm not sure if we've ever talked about it before. And maybe it's because as we're recording, we're fresh off of it. Burning Man. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Let's Thoughts, comments, concerns, Let's questions, feelings. Have you ever been? Are you in? Do you get down with burners? I should maybe like, look, do whatever you want to anyone, to anyone listening. But I'm curious your Burning Man thoughts. I probably have the most problematic viewpoint on this, so I guess I'll go first. <laughs> I, I feel like Burning Man is rich people cosplaying poor. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's them being like, "There's no money." The like, and I don't think it originally started that way or was intended to be that way. Right. But if you've seen this full season two, there's like a David Arquette storyline. Yes, he's like, I yeah. created fentanyl. That is who I think Burning Man people are. The where they're like a hundred <laughs> pretending to be poor or whatever. I think that the whole thing i'm sure it's very horrible to be stuck in the mud or whatever happened but also i think there were weather alerts and i think that like they still went or something like that um mm-hmm. so which also it seems like a lot of the news point. blew it like the hurt like our socal hurricane i don't think it was as dramatic as what was according to the burners but you know, yeah. But they're a different type. Of pe- they're a different type of person as well. The so. only people I've met that are I would consider like burners that go all the time are friends of a wealthy artist that I know, mm-hmm. who like, oh, I forget what he said to me, but it was something like he was talking to me about how he lived off of the land for a year or something just because just because like to try it or whatever just because yeah. he has unlimited money and can do whatever he wants um and it was like something about like have you ever like you know been in the dark and you hear an animal and like you realize like i'm the animal to fear or whatever oh, cool. <laughs> like, becoming, becoming your violence and like that's what i think of when becoming people say your burning. violence yeah that's what i think of when people say burning man okay so. Yeah. Again, a problematic. No. Again, I don't think it view. started. So thank you. Started, for I don't think it started <laughs> yes. for those reasons. I'm sure there are a bunch of people who have gone, had beautiful experiences. I'm mm-hmm. not talking to you. I'm talking to Chris Rock and Diplo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do think, of course, it has become a thing. I remember watching a documentary on it and being. I remember like learning about it when I was in like high school. And being in a very like hippie phase and being like, that sounds awesome. I want to go to Burning Man. Uh, But then also by the time I was at like an age where you would go, it was the rise of like when uh, the same thing with like Coachella when they're like the the tickets are so expensive. The burners are mad because these people are coming. I think that was even like in the documentary itself where it already it definitely has already seemed like a thing that seemed really like a cool idea at the beginning of like artists coming together and being like let's burn this thing and it being kind of a thing let's do this every year yeah feeling like a very thing that kind of like came organically that is still 
I think in the vein of like, well, actually, this is how some people literally live and all this too. Like, let's never Mm -hmm. let's keep that in mind. Um, But I think it definitely seemed like a thing that had already passed the point of like when when you would be there for that kind of magical time. I know people that have gone and love it and have wonderful experiences. Um, I think it's the kind of thing where if um, my sister got to go and it was like someone someone hilarious yes like (laughs) it was like they 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 go they had the thing they didn't have to like I don't think they bought a ticket necessarily or whatever where it was like they showed up to the camp to join at the thing they obviously had to do all of the things but I'm like that's how I think I would I wouldn't be opposed to going because I do think it would be an experience it is not one that I have any interest in like cultivating or seeking out Mm-hmm. But if someone were like, if a friend were like, I want to go to Burning Man and I need someone to go with me, I would be like, all right, I'll go. Like, fine. Yeah, I would go. I would go I with you too. I had a Mills dollars. Yes. That's what yeah. I mean. I'm like, I'm not this. <laughs> but also it put does me up in billionaires like, row. Uh, yeah. I mean, actually, maybe what's like, I'll I mean, go in the millionaires row, maybe. In like yeah. A, little, a step below. I don't want to hang with Elon. Good God. My, my sister's experience did sound cool where it was. Would like, she go good. again? Um, I think not necessarily in the same capacity, but I don't remember if she said she would do it again. Mm-hmm. Like, the, I think it wasn't like life changing, but it was gotcha. cool to have like, she did seem to have a lot of kind of synchronistic experiences where it was like, I needed this thing. And then I happened to run into someone who gave me the thing, like, mm-hmm. I need fi and this person needed a bike pump and I had the bike pump and they gave me the Wi-Fi and these right. things of just being like Wi-Fi. Yeah, which it was like, <laughs> they had to be checking their like medical school. <laughs> like, oh, right, right. Like that kind of thing too. But that like, it does feel like there is no way now at this point to like, I don't know, really, I don't want to say not go off the grid, but that kind of thing too, where it's like, if we're, if we got Wi-Fi stations at the thing, I mm, mean, I yeah, make it more. It's rugged. done. It's like, mm-hmm. it's done. Um, But the whole, the the experience the natural disaster part of it to me feels very like okay well now you got not that anyone wished anything upon themselves but it is like okay well now you're putting like burning man ideals to the test are you really take care of each other are you really gonna like go with the did you learn anything did this actually change you because if you handle this poorly then like you are very much a reflection on the whole ideal well, you know about their 10 principles. Laid on us. No. And I also I have, have no the idea. chart of Bernie Man. Hell is, yeah. Is it about becoming screen? the most dangerous animal? Yeah. In the, in the jungle? <laughs> you, rule number one, you are the you are the danger. I tried to write a joke about this man and I, yeah. I was also dressed as a man and he he kept flirting with me and i was like but i don't know if i'm supposed to stay in character or not anyway um so the birdie man website's pretty after seeing you know of course like the mud stuff of this year i do come from a hippie raver background so like burners were around and i've been to burner parties but never birdie man and look i'm an astrology girl i go to hippie concerts i like corny stuff as well but too many white dreadlocks, um, too many people who like steampunk energy. I just don't think I like the same music or stuff mm-hmm. as this group of generally conveying this group of people. Um, 
I just, and I don't want to go into an orgy dome. I would, I would go into an orgy dome, but with non Burning Man people, I, I would mm-hmm. think. But Burning Man actually does a really good job of a, a census that they have fill out every year. And it is an 80% white attending festival, which just is like, mm-hmm. that's information to know about because their 10 principles are radical inclusion, um, you know, which you just heard this of stat, other white this, people. This yeah. stat I've heard, uh, gifting. Mm-hmm. decommodification de- radical self-reliance so they were excited about the mud just a fun mm-hmm. heads up they were like we this is what they've been preparing yeah. for their whole their whole lives radical self-expression um again is it radical if it's a bunch of white people self-expressing i don't know uh com- actually i do know no communal effort civic responsibility leaving no trace and participation and immediacy those are their 10 principles. Mm-hmm. All right. So if we're looking at them as love languages, mm-hmm. they have gifts at the top. Gifts, gifts and, high up. Yeah. And then it's uh, words, right? Yes. Saying and then, and then acts, here, no and judgment. Then quality time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Mine goes the other way. A little mm-hmm. bit of a little so, bit of acts of service because there is acts civic of service, responsibility and in then here. quality time at the end, right? Something about uh, Partici- yeah, something mm-hmm. about yeah, yeah. So you know, I don't know. Like, I get that it makes some people happy. So, and I don't think it's like dangerous <laughs> to be like into Bernie Man or like I. It's not like the biggest red flag. I'm just like, oh, we probably just. I've never really kicked it hard with hardcore burners and i think it is just a different philosophy and yeah i think there does feel when you zoom out there seems to be like a cosplaying of like shantytown energy that is like hard to ignore and i also just as a tourist it just looks extremely uncomfortable for how expensive it is yeah so there's a part of this i'd rather go to greece i'd rather go to greece if you have that level of wealth what is the benefit of like doing having no like mm-hmm. I just you're saying like oh we're the absence of capitalism or the absence of money or whatever but it's like that's easy to say when you have it all mm-hmm. like of course it's easy to yeah. be like oh we can live for a week off the grid with no like you know whatever and we don't use our money but it's like yeah but you used a bunch of money like leading up to it and like you come back to no consequence that to mm-hmm. me is where I'm like oh this feels like you're pretending to be poor for a week Mm-hmm. well and yeah. there's something to me about in the it's like the desert part of it too where it's like the the punishing element the, yeah i'm like if this were in the forest it feels it feels oh. self-adulating in mm-hmm. a way that's like like you said that's like not helpful as opposed to going to a place and having to like work with the land and having things there. this is still like a barren space where it's like it, it go camping feel, yeah or what if, okay, here's my pitch, Burning Man 2.0. What if you went to smaller town, like foresty areas and built, I'm also rewatching Wild Wild Country, so I am mixing in cult like things <laughs> into this because Wild Wild Country actually had a pretty good idea yeah. going until the, um, you know, overthrowing the government. Of course. And, uh, you know, they all start toxic out- murder <laughs> situations were happening, but. Yeah, it all, it's, the intentions were pure. Like, what if you went to a place and actually made, like, the agricultural ecosystem they made in Antelope, Oregon was really cool. Like, what if burners every year went to a place and built the infrastructure so that maybe people who wanted to live an eco life 
could then go like we've made the bones of a society where maybe maybe it's for artists like who are getting priced out of cities and it's like a place nearby or i don't know i have thoughts it's, I, it, yeah we actually do something that well yeah i mean it's it still is don't have this luxury that you're having it still is a way to be like uh justifying going and doing drugs in the desert i don't mean to minimize yeah, it into no. just that because i think it's that but also if that is doesn't mean that you can't also do that but like yeah it should be leaving no trace that to me is well, a terrible yeah. but that to me is the the absolute opposite of what this is supposed to do it's supposed to leave like if that if what you're doing is so powerful leave like leave no imprint of what you just did like oh it's gone I guess impermanence I guess we're learning that kind of thing too but then it's like what well they do, their carbon what? footprint's huge for that for what like how many people they're bringing and I must state these tickets are expensive they're like $700 I think on the low end and I'm I think what it is I can tip my hat to burners because I think I'm, it's very rare I met a burner who doesn't know all the qualms about Burning yes. Man. Like it's I I haven't met anyone that's like no you don't get it or this or like yeah like I could see I think they aren't mm-hmm. like an unreasonable bunch and if it if you want to I would I think there's better ways to spend your time if like your goal is just like ride a bike in a vast space mm-hmm. which seems to be the major use. So let me show you the chart really yeah. quick too because maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a great if you want to watch us on youtube you can see us go through some chart things so watch I us just, on youtube watch us on youtube why not look at our little faces youtube.com slash what's your sign podcast so burning man started in san francisco it did not it i can't remember the year it moved to the black rock desert um but it started in san francisco i put noon as the time because when we don't know a chart time um default to noon that's usually what most astrologers do and you know I probably did start around noon if it was like a daytime thing. Um, so this was June 22nd, 1986 in San Francisco. Um, so we are, I mean, it might, depending on what time it started, we are, no, it's one degree sun. No, we're in cancer. We're, in, we're mm-hmm. firmly in cancer season. Um, interesting back to being your own animal or what have you is we have this Mars retrograde in Capricorn. Now that feels, I mean, I don't know if that was as obvious at the time, Um about this like radical self-reliance or if it was just a party in a park where everybody took drugs because it's San Francisco and having a good time. But it's interesting to think what, you know, this is the birth chart, right, of this. So this is also what Burning Man is now. And to think of Capricorn Mars retrograde feels very much this radical self-reliance, but Mm. like intentional. It's not like, oh, I was thrust into the situation. It's like, I know I'm about to like everyone knows the conditions they're entering, right? Self-reliant. Mm-hmm. It's not like naked and afraid. Um, shout out to our, our guide. But like, it's not like naked and afraid where you don't even know where you're going and you don't know where you're up against. Like, it's not that leaning survival. It's a very Capricorn controlled survival. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. that's interesting thinking of this June 22nd, 1986, the 80s as such a, the 80s. a rampant capitalistic um so like mm-hmm. the self kind of thing too and thinking of this being something that is maybe with the idea with that Jupiter and Pisces the idea of being really like spiritual and connected but also having at the base of it your own it is still like a product of the 80s and of like 
I don't know, ind- individualism and mm-hmm. like ele- elevating that as a way to connect with people, but ultimately like it's still being that's those things are hard to reconcile. And so not to the, say again, not to say that they don't, but that is right. a big undertaking for one the to no- there's so much shit retrograde too, but the nodes are <laughs> are where they are now, yeah, right or like now. very close. And Pluto is also in transition from signs. It's at four degrees, so it's retrograding back towards Libra. But it is like shifts that are Mm -hmm. similar to shifts that are happening now. So I understand how maybe it feels culturally relevant. But all of this stuff is like begging for internal work. And I think Mm -hmm. a lot of what's happened, like, and I think a lot of it is, you know, about that, about working like seeing what you can withstand, seeing what you can do, how you can live, all of those t- types of things. But I think what I see of it, and maybe that's why I have the view that I have, is this very external performative, like Instagram version of it. And maybe that's not really what's Whoa. happening or whatever. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think that it's kind of, it kind of is a reflection of now. And maybe that's why our perspective is shifting on it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just noticing, okay, I, I, I have a burner, a real burning man chart. <laughs> a lot of these, not exactly, but I'm like, oh, it's a cap moon. It's a Uranus yeah. Chiron opposition as well. And that Chiron, I think at the top of the chart in Gemini is interesting to me because I think that that does speak to one, these um, like, conflicting opinions about what it is is this like good or bad and kind of having to like defend defend that this defend this thing that you go to or like Mm -hmm. having having the information getting the information about it presented back to you is like a thing that you maybe want to actively avoid in a situation like this because the the not devil's advocate it's not this does that make does it make sense what i'm saying where it's like the yeah other, you're not other seeing that you're not seeing the yeah the yes whole there of is it. yeah yes there is conflicting information and that conflicting information is directly like opposed to the things that you're saying that you want or whatever but i also think that this is the um radical self-reliance and these kinds of things are very much about testing your own personal things not necessarily about a community thing and it's under the guise of community but it's very much Mm -hmm. about can I do this am I able to like proving to yourself Mm -hmm. so I think that's one of the most um like for me personally um to be able to have an independent journey within a spiritual experience I think that's like one of the most important things for me personally um because I grew up in churches and stuff and like that like stepping forward because you know you're supposed to step forward instead of because you're moved to and all of that stuff like that feels really icky and like wrong and like it doesn't it doesn't I don't think build community because it's like you know uh laid on false foundations or whatever Mm -hmm. um and like those religious types of things have never worked for me but like yoga for instance like you're practicing together but everybody is on their own journey not everyone can do every pose or whatever and so it feels a little bit more like this is my this is me I'm going through it myself and I think that's why some of that stuff just doesn't stick because when Mm -hmm. you know like thinking of like Bikram yoga where it's like it when it becomes unity and one it becomes difficult because people are different and so Mm -hmm. that's why I like astrology too because it allows you to like have your lens in doing it and so I wonder if there is a way to like do Burning Man where it's um 
more individualized and more about like self journey and self expression. It is again like a bunch of retrograde stuff internal. Mm-hmm. Well, Dude, it this seems moon like the, Neptune too. Sorry, mm-hmm. no, like the Aries North node though. Like I mean, their whole thing is radical self reliance mm-hmm. and like oh, being of of the self. Like I'm actually more surprised how little it is about community. Even though I think it makes sense that it had such a large reaching communal reach later in life with Jupiter and Pisces too, because that is just about you know Mm -hmm. all of it and doing all of it but too like when you have um i think this is like a good example of when you have planets in the same sign but not in conjunction like we have this one degree cancer sun Mm -hmm. and a 26 degree cancer mercury so it's like yeah they're the same sign but they're not necessarily together or in agreement and i mean burning man did shape shift over time this looking at this birthday it did just start as a summer solstice burn uh, having a fire at the beach which, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think they knew, like, who would who would have known, like, that this mm-hmm. would become, you know, where <laughs> Chris Rock is, you know, getting emergency uh, <laughs> taken away Lifted. out of like, this giant <laughs> festival sort of thing. But, um, yeah, what were you? And then well, Sag the, Saturn, too, is very, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot the, of searching. The moon Neptune, like you said, I think, uh, yeah. contributes to the, like, party aspect. I think moon and Neptune together in in any aspect can be, you know drugs alcohol addiction all of that kind of stuff so i think that those two planets being in conversation being close together it is like hey we're coming together to like you know party and do drugs and drink or whatever the you know whatever the party is but it's like mm-hmm. does that provide a safe foundation yeah. for the rest of the stuff that's where it becomes difficult and tricky and mm-hmm. i think that w- the ways where it is like as a um because they're also in opposition there to that sun and um how a lot of times when we are trying to do the opposite of something we end up falling into the same Ooh. kinds of like repressive or puritanical kinds of things i feel like there's been a lot of talk about I've been thinking about Neptune a lot because I'm going through a lot of Neptune transits. I have a moon Neptune conjunction and a Neptune conjunct that I see in my natal chart. Um, And so just thinking about Neptune as that like puritanical thing or idealistic to the point of being unrealistic, like unreal about the expectations that you have for things. And I think, yeah, again, sometimes the opposition is just as harmful as the the thing you are trying to oppose you aren't removing yourself from the thing you now are just in using the same tools for an opposite aim mm-hmm. reaction mm-hmm. yeah yeah and so Do you I guys think know yeah. ragbri what oh that's one i would like to i don't think that um it's a bike ride across iowa it's oh, like yeah. but it's like a party one it's not a race it's like a big um you like have stops and do camping and stuff. I'm not like a huge cyclist, but I know people who've done it and like loved it. And that one, I feel like it feels a little bit more my speed just because like, I mean, I think it's a lot of older people too. I don't really know, but um, well, I- it's, it's about like a journey, a destination. You are like physically doing a lot of it and it's like, you know, more self-focused i guess because you're like it's you and your bike like if you get a flat tire everyone's not gonna stop yeah and maybe your group will or whatever but yeah it's like it's a whole thing Mm -hmm. that sounds cool also especially because i was you know flat for the yeah, most yeah, part, that's the you're point just going too, like but, a long, but there a long are time, like, but st- yeah, I'm sure there's to still, see, I think that yeah. they like, yeah, I don't know exactly what the route is or whatever, but there's 
And I think obviously a lot of like soybean farms and stuff like that, but there's also like stuff that you yeah. go back, go past intentionally. I think Gru- too, this time period, just in the hippie, you know, eighties had a big hippie revival as well. Like fish is, you know, very mm-hmm. active starting this time, touch a gray. They, mm-hmm. The dead was tooling around with it, but it officially comes out in 87. So also the water seemed really ripe for people that, you know, the 80s, you know, just watch American Psycho and you'll get an idea of like mm-hmm. what the, the 80s were like. So it makes sense that maybe people who were born in this summer of love time who are maybe in their 20s want to get back to those roots. Uh-huh. But also it's a totally different fucking time period. And- are, have, are they having, I always forget because I get this wrong. Do they have Uranus and Gemini? like bo- boomers B- boomer let's so i can do this like, are they having like urine this Here, is let like me your... just, i'll do my my mom's birth is she a, well what's what age is a boomer actually well put i was like put your mom in let's see yeah, she's, we can, she counts for me i was let's like well, then we can go from there okay no they're virgo you're in virgo but oh, one wow. degree so i mean a little bit younger or like so 50s would, be having... would be leo yeah okay so try uranus trine Mm-hmm. That's I'm like, what do they have in Gemini? They have something in Gemini where they would be opposing Uranus. Um, mm, maybe I mean Jupiter eventually. I mean, we had Saturn. No, that's not Gem. I need to get my I need to get my generational outer planets right in order. Make these so I can make these jumps because I know that they're right in there somewhere. But thinking of that, like, I think there's just a a miss a miss on individuating yourself versus still being aware of the culture that you like that created that individualism to begin with and there's such that like boomer romanticism with the with the 60s and mm-hmm. and you know oh we were really doing something but then all of those people became yuppies like and funders yeah exactly because you just because you cannot escape Amer- the culture the cultural influence the all of those sorts of things too that's like you're still functioning within that and i think that that's something that we have yet to kind of contend with mm-hmm. did you yeah. see this meme that i probably it's probably like 30 years old and i just found it <laughs> but it's like a picture of the simpsons house and it's like in 1990 um the simpsons could afford this house with one income of a non-college graduate Mm-hmm. and like whatever and it's like no one batted an eye that that would be realistic for like a yeah. cartoon or tv show mm-hmm. and it's like that's what's interesting is that even the even the people who didn't go on to be like yuppie like yeah. hedge funder whatever it was like widely accepted that you would you know own a home have a family be able to like support your right. family yes uh, like all of that kind of thing too well that's why gen I- x was so tortured because it was like you know, it's like also you need to see something that depicts that era. Reality bites. Like it's such mm-hmm. a good encompassing of yeah, we're all gonna have that morose and like what is what is being a teen twenties into like adulthood with maybe families and home. But like yeah, we're really the first gen where we're like you're not getting that. That's a pipe. That's a pipe mm-hmm. dream. And I think things will change and we'll you know we'll see what happens. But yeah, like owning having a home was normal. <laughs> for so well, for also so just long. like having a reasonable job without you know x amount of experience or x right. like, mm-hmm. uh, degrees or whatever where it was like you i think 
a lot of people of that generation think like, oh, why don't you just get like an entry level job? And it's like, well, a lot of those are asking for four and five years of experience now. And it's like entry mm-hmm. level. So it shouldn't be having experience and stuff. And it, I think it's a combination of and I think, you know, we can move on. But I think the unionizing that's happening, the striking and stuff, it's like it's a combination of people taking jobs that they are overqualified for and allowing for people to be paid less or whatever and Mm -hmm. also like corporate greed stuff so it's like this idea that you know if we can take advantage of people to the point where they're not standing by what they know they're worth all of that well Mm -hmm. no I think that's all I'm fascinated it's it's relevant and um no yeah well, you can see where, again, the radical self-reliance part of it then becomes mm-hmm. a thing that Im- that continues to perpetuate this idea of, well, you sh- you still you still can do it or whatever. Like put if you still just like an individualism thing mm-hmm. and as opposed to no, the whole point was that like every everyone's helping each other or whatever like isn't that what you're supposed to take away from that and implement back into society not oh look at what we can do when we extricate ourselves from this shouldn't you again leave leave a fucking trace somewhere so Mm -hmm. we can all be benefiting from this or you had to like the fact that you have to pay these like somewhat faceless overlords that's what i was like a trail Mm -hmm. up on that now i'm back is our generation doesn't have the luxury too of like like starting a small business costs so much money and like I think about the times as a former Jimmy John's employee of, you know, Jimmy John started with just a cooler on the side of a truck and like was selling them illegally and then made all this money. And now here we are. And there was so much more even thinking of people like, oh, I just went to the woods and I made this thing. It's like they didn't think about permitting or this. And like we don't even have that wiggle room to even experience if we want to start these businesses or want to start these environmental experiments of living or whatever it might be even like you know i think that's died down but like when joe biden was talking about oh any transaction over six hundred dollars on venmo or something is going to get tracked exactly. it's like leave <laughs> like give a give the american well, as president give the american people at least five thousand dollars worth of wiggle room we're like i don't care what you do like do you know what really it was the year before what twenty thousand dollars he changed oh. it from 20,000. Not six, he, I don't even mean it. Yeah, but 600. Him, <laughs> like, yeah, they changed it from $20,000 of income on Venmo to 600. So it's exactly what you're saying. Like, it really is a drastic cut of like, because I know my, like, I'm not even going to actually, I'm not going to sell up people who use Venmo. Uh, mm-hmm. no. can. And also, but I know people who use Venmo for their business and yeah, like, write what they deserve for. to be able to get their fucking money. Like, come on. Well, it's because sometimes you're even establishing, is this a business I want to spend mm-hmm. $800 to open an LLC, do all the, like, I don't know, it might change depending on yeah. your state. But yeah, having to then, I think a lot of people who maybe go to Burning Man would do these very radical self-reliance things on a smaller scale, which is what that started as. But it's hard to. There's a lot of red tape to do things that are new and cool. Mm-hmm. And and I get why, because there's safety things and blah, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think a lot of it is just nickel and diming the average citizen, where if we had a billionaire tax, it'd be different. Okay, anyways. Yep. Yep, we are Burning paying. Man. We are paying for the. And if the- they, if Burning Man wants to sponsor us and put us in an air conditioned RV in Burning Man <laughs> next year, I mean, maybe we'll see. Hey, that'd be a, that's yeah. a cool. That'd be a cool segment. Like convert us. 
try me. I think all I think also again, yeah, as a final a final thing, it's also like the same problems that exist systemically. Again, the same mm-hmm. way that it's like you can't escape that. Of course, it's not anyone's one individual fault or whatever do these are. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We're talking we're talking today about Mercury. We're back to our planets. Let's give and... them something to talk about. Oh, let's talk. Let's talk about talking. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um I of course I'm referring my source material for this one we're sticking with it is mythic astrology archetypal powers in the horoscope by Ariel Gutman and Kenneth Johnson and the mercury section was actually briefer than I was expecting um Mm -hmm. kind of classic but also yeah I was like also of course Mm -hmm. wonderful um but I they made some interesting connections there wasn't that much about the mythology of mercury itself um necessarily but some cool cool connections that had raised some questions for me for y'all because i think we all represent different things in here so the let me just establish what the the premise is sort of okay Um, my i guess my my overarching question is do you guys feel like your mind and your will work together wow is the first question um because as we know mercury fastest moving planet um is never more than a sign away from the sun hang on where do Mm -hmm. i I was like i have this written down the exact degrees of course as i like say it absolutely wrong um (laughs) so the only the only aspect it can make with the sun is a conjunction it's either unaspected or or it's conjunct so there is this idea of mercury being the messenger of the gods of of god uh you know the son of you know Mm -hmm. the main the main thing too so this idea of the mind and your will purpose mm-hmm. you know identity kind of working together um but in other traditions um there is also an idea of mercury and jupiter having a relationship being another way that mercury and purpose will mm-hmm. um can kind of be united um because again jupiter representing the gods the god uh as well yeah um, so that being another way where maybe it's not necessarily a sun conjunction but we do have mind and purpose working together and then the other one in hindu mm-hmm. um mercury is associated with the moon god um okay. and for them uh this is the unification of mind and memory and memory being another kind of like aspect of the mind but they're this idea of moon mercury being another way that our maybe not so much our conscious will or a different kind of aspect of this but being Mm -hmm. another sign of us having cohesion somehow um also in some this is just kind of a fun aside to see where we've seen this reiterated again mercury was actually given rulership over cancer in ancient systems of olympian astrology um which now we of course associate with the moon. So again, this idea of Mercury being one that works works with the moon as well. Um, but I well, guess that makes sense. It's our most changing mm-hmm. other sign or excuse me, planet besides the moon. It's the one mm-hmm. that's changing the fastest. So that makes that makes a lot of sense. Interesting. So but I guess yes, being do you mind feel, and will mind and will, together. do you feel that they work together? And do you have what are 
I think we all have these aspects. (laughs) Yes, I was like thoughts, but also these, I think we each have one of these aspects. Oh, I have both. Well, I have the um, sun conjunction and the moon sextile to Mercury. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. I, yeah, I find that I am like, unconscionably i do think the two things are tied together i actually am not sure i know the difference which i think speaks more to the conjunction than the sextile Mm -hmm. um i do think that my like i think we talked about this when looking at my chart stuff but like i think that wherever my mind goes that's like where my day goes if i'm in a bad Mm -hmm. mood i'm gonna have a bad day if i'm like really i'm really just saying like today is it like it's gonna be the greatest day ever like I'm gonna feel amazing then that's like where the day goes to mm-hmm. um and obviously that like circumstances and stuff can change that but I think I'm really really tied to like my thoughts and and um I don't know if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah wait we're all moon sextile mercury really mm-hmm. okay love that we are so that's cute love. I yeah love, are you mercury love. jupiter and i'm mercury conjunct yeah. jupiter so okay. when you like your first just out the gate question is does your mind control your will i'm like yes <laughs> but my um will made me go to mars you know like really mm-hmm. the assertion or just going after what you want but it makes sense with jupiter too because i mean and this is where you know, we've talked to death of like manifesting or, you know, mindset, you know, powerful mindsets or like your mood, you know, projecting your attitude. I, I, I do believe that. Like when I speak things out loud, they come true. I think there is some, if you believe that you can actually have some power in your thoughts and words, I do think, I don't know, it shit seems to work and I don't know how, and I don't think it's a solve for like, you know, like, so then get me out of poverty. And it's like, you know, like there's more, there's always more to it and nuance and whatnot. But now I'm just thinking about like my back to memory coming to this moon sextile Mercury with mine and Aries and Gemini. Like I do have a good, I can remember like the Airbnb code to the place, like seen it once. Like I got it. Like fuck my phone said, I don't worry. I know it's like four, three, two, two, three. Like it's in the brain long-term like have you been to the spa before like yeah i've been with you and i'm like oh sorry like i don't i just don't remember (laughs) anything that's like longer than six months ago so but if you like if it's an immediate memory quiz i'm pretty sharp dude i yeah i find the the mercury and moon sextile between the three of us i find that it's there is a very there's an openness between the three of us and Mm -hmm. i think it's something people really you know obviously like about this show but it's also like what makes our relationships with each other simple and mm-hmm. i never knew that we shared that placement mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well i think ease with communicating emotions and uh, but yeah. also that i think i think memory and sharing personally and sharing like being able to weave in your personal experience into your thought processes and things is both yeah mm-hmm. agree what makes us work well together what makes this show interesting and also i think what maybe gives us a a tendency towards astrology too since it is so like your personal history and tying these things together and being able to relate your like Mm -hmm. tell tales of the moon 
Yes. Well, your thought synthesis with how you were feeling at that time or how you were like, oh, do you remember? Can you bring yourself to that thing and put yourself in that place? And then how can you tell a story about what that was like for Mm -hmm. someone else or put yourself in that space? That's very that's very cool. Yeah, um, and none of us have just looking at you know. Do you mind if I screen share our charts for a ahead. second? Yeah. I think it's. I know I mean, you guys are is, not familiar with them, but yeah, because I'm just isolating Mercury. So, and I think this is also a great way to practice astrology, guys. <laughs> because, like, oh yeah, I forgot we have this thing because there's so many fucking you know. When I unclick this, like you know, this is overwhelming a lot of the times for people to look at all the shit in conversation. But it's fun when you can isolate a planet. Like it's cool to see Lisa has like. None of us mm-hmm. have anything harsh hitting our Mercury's. Everything is v- very in support for Lisa's from Saturn and Uranus too, which I think just adds well, into this powerful and your conjunct Jupiter, you know, like with Uranus this- is another, another Mercury one that I had written down as like our bonus point one, because it is mm. said to be the the quote unquote higher octave of Mercury. So also Mercury Whoa. Uranus um, aspects are another kind of just like signifier of a, of a good mind or a, of a notable mind because also another thing um, dare I say a beautiful mind yes well, absolutely it's interesting <laughs> because like my dad had dementia like when I was in high school and so I've always been like really focused on brain stuff like mm-hmm. just for my own you know like to get mm-hmm. make sure I like keep up to date with stuff and reading and all of that kind of mm-hmm. thing and like it's interesting how like an external circumstance might like influence those kind of things because it's like, yeah, from a young age, like I experienced having to like, you know, test my dad's brain or like, you know, the mind hey, spell world mm-hmm. backwards. Like, do you know what? R- remind me what channel your favorite uh, TV channel is. Remind me the numbers like stuff like that is what they mm. test. So it's like being able to do that to yourself from like a young age is where it's like, oh, I'm going to like work on this. There's so much, so much about Mercury that I was not thinking of too, because it also speaks to this, this Mercury thing was short, but like so effective. And also mm-hmm. it was like, the, I have like sections. Just like Mercury, huh? Yeah. yeah. So I was like, damn, read me, read me to Phil. Um, <laughs> and then two of one, I'll, I'll exit out of the chart yeah. and you can watch this on YouTube, but, and then Julie with, we've talked about your Pluto Mercury conjunction, which I think is also back to like these superpowers of Mercury, you know, just, just a little, all we got is a little sex tile on with the moon, but nothing, Hey, I ain't nothing, nothing to sneeze at. And I think yeah. do our longer memory things strong within you? Yes. <laughs> Long-term memory. I, I literally am like, I would love to be able to forget literally anything. <laughs> um would love would love to have the yeah you're the cap is keeping anything. these are all key scorpion cap uh, feel very long-term memory versus yes. sure i mean also being at the end of the zodiac but just what they yes what they are into short short term is a little bit trickier for me i feel like i'm still pretty okay with it depending on like what it is but also not probably not the people in my Mm -hmm. life would probably disagree where I'm like I will forget that I've gotten much worse with like names names is a thing that's like very short term to me where I'm like I will forget a name names is a plague on us all I will remember a detail of a conversation I will remember all of these things I'll remember something that's like so personal that that for me to have forgotten your name feels so like 
grotesque <laughs> that oh, like the, name, the level I, of intimacy that we got to in this conversation and i don't remember it's fucking sarah or whatever is like insane <laughs> look names are hard i don't know what it is i think it's because it's usually also the first thing it said is. it's the first thing out you I don't have know you better at being well, like julia Gulia, yeah. Sarah, stevie nicks like you know whatever is it is it because and i think this is something i think of creative writing but like in world building and like uh you know game of thrones or whatever they're all like names you've never heard before mm-hmm. and oh, so you have to learn them mm-hmm. but if it's like melissa melinda melissa. you know oh, well. like it's like yeah. oh we like kind of have heard this before it's just like a buzzing sound mm-hmm. it doesn't like move the radar or the needle yeah. yes i think that i think also to be fair and this is a real thought that i have which is like names are kind of arbitrary it is like the least it they aren't inherently interesting unless they are interesting like you're saying or of note and you also Mm -hmm. don't know it is at the beginning and you don't know that this is someone that you want to remember or need to remember until you have the interaction where you go oh the thing i remembered about you is actually what i think is the more interesting important like key pluto mercury detail that Mm -hmm. really gives me insight into like i remember you as a person as an essence as a as Mm -hmm. a thing not as just like oh your name who cares about your name oh you play guitar i remember this about like yeah Yeah. and then uh and then stevie's i know i mentioned hard aspects i mean it's the node squaring but i think i have my own thoughts on the nodes being more societal things, you know, can I be a bit of a people pleaser with Mercury conjunct Jupiter, Gemini, things I'm unlearning, overpromising. Yeah. So I don't think these, I don't read these squares and maybe because I'm a square girly, I, I don't read them as bad. I think these are just the real lessons of what I promise to others versus what I promise to myself and maybe what I keep, sure. keep and give. But um, yeah, just a little, some of our mercurial things but oh i love our moon sex homework i love that i remember we got like a a compatibility report years ago i'm sure it must have touched on that i wouldn't be interested no we should probably refine that i'm sure we still have it did they do a composite or was it like i think it was like a composite and like you have these aspects that are this i think it was in there yeah yeah and i think they probably did like stevie and julia have this stevie and yeah. Lisa yeah, yeah. And this is that like, and they definitely did that that's why it was a lot of info i remember <laughs> it was long who did that i don't remember um i think, I think Ast- they were like in astro they wonders were, they were like in germany or something. yeah yeah anyways fun, fun um stuff. something that really stood out to me because we are uh, coming out of a mercury retrograde um or I mean, we're in it now, but we will be out of it once you hear this episode and we're on the kind of tail end. Mercury will be stationing direct at the end of the week as we're recording this a little peek behind the curtain. Um, but really, one of the emphasis that was helpful for me in this research was the emphasis on Mercury being a neutral and kind of androgynous planet, not in a mm. way where we're talking about, you know, literally androgyny although that is something that comes up in a lot of mercurial um myths and stories and things like that but also just this idea of um mercury being both like healing and thieves um met will like the the combination of will and mind and it being like the mind is capable of doing both like 
wonderful things and awful things and it's the same thought processes that produce these things and like get it to the conclusion so there is no inherent kind of like morality about the mind and i think that that's interesting too because another association we have with mercury is its ability to go to the underworld it is again a messenger of the gods and it can go to places that the other planets the other gods are not are not entitled to um and so i just thought that was yeah it's like one of the versatile planets too. And I think if you go back and listen to our benefics and malefics episode, this is one where, you know, kind of whoever it's by it, it, it sticks with or whatever. If it's next to a benefic, it can be really beneficial. If it's next to a malefic, it can be really uh, malefic. And I think like to what we were saying too, you know, like the mind and the will, it's like that can change things. Like what, how you're saying like if it goes to the underworld like i know when you said that i know i thought of times when my mind's been in that that space Mm -hmm. and think about how your life reflects that Mm -hmm. and then versus when you're high-minded practicing gratitude like hitting all of the mental things think about what your life looks like then and it's like same room different color you know what i mean like it's just uh it just yeah i think it really does color things Mm -hmm. um the where hang on where was i on with that oh yeah i like i think it also is just like an interesting thing thinking about kind of some of our misunderstood signs which are mercury ruled which are you know gemini and virgo i think too um and this idea that both of them in different ways gemini being you know the two-faced associations um and then virgo i think for being critical in that sense and it is like this idea that bad thoughts are in and of themselves like bad or harmful or that those are to be avoided and i think that that's a thing that's like makes makes mercury kind of a hard again mercurial and hard to grasp but also is like no it's just thoughts themselves without without those other driving forces without the like implementation or something are on their own just like they're just thoughts um any thoughts on that as a concept too (laughs) thoughts are just thoughts yeah well it's like this it made me think too of like the literal phrase don't shoot the messenger yes of these being kind of neutral it's like this is just information and there isn't any uh is there is there danger in information actually i think sometimes yes but a lot of times it is just no it's like this is just it exists it's a it's a road that is carved out we doesn't mean we have to take it and it also doesn't mean we have to be like don't ever think about that fucking road don't ever mm-hmm. think about that road don't even acknowledge that there's roads yeah yeah i think mercury and then now that i'm like thinking more about it I guess this applies to pretty much all the planets, but maybe because we're zooming in on Mercury. It's like we can really see two things so differently. Mm-hmm. And maybe we're not like worlds apart different. I, I think also it's worth reminding that um, Virgo on top of Mercury also is said to be partially ruled by Chiron too. So I think also how their Mercury is has different motivations as well Mm -hmm. and i also seen the aspects to mercury giving us those different motivations and i think what's what i like about mercury and maybe this is talking about the simpleness of like what you what's the book again for it's called mythic astrology um archetypal powers in the horoscope cool um yeah i think that there's something like mercury is very like we know what it rules right 
travel, technology, speaking, how we're thinking, how we're communicating. I mean, I think it, it definitely can get more nuanced as well. But when we do get into like, like Venus, which we'll talk about later and, and Mars, like, like what I need and want, which is like, well, what the fuck, like about what, you know, when getting into those where I think Mercury does, it is whatever it's touching is influencing. Mm-hmm. And then um, I like that it has that neutrality because yeah, we have to get things from A to B, whether it's how we're feeling, literal transport, or, you know, whatever it is that Mercury is. But of course, we've had an episode long ago about Mercury and about Mercury retrograde, because we'll hear about retrogrades a lot with Mercury because it's the planet that retrogrades the most. So mm-hmm. I don't I think that's been healing <laughs> to know that um, it's like not it's not not a big deal, but like it's fine. Like there's yeah. bigger retrogrades that are going to pack usually more of a punch. And it's just it makes sense that you should check if your software is up to date, if things are if if you're being clear in the mission or goal or how you're communicating. Um, so, yeah, I think it makes sense that Mercury would have the most assessment because it's a sign that's always assessing. A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Thank you for listening to our free episodes of What's Your Sign. Since you're into us, we'd love if you'd support us. Help support What's Your Sign by going to patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast. For about the same price of buying us a cup of coffee that we split three ways, your financial support helps us create this podcast and supporting us on Patreon will get you bonus episodes, access to our Discord, and other great perks. Plus, you will truly have a sense of pride knowing that you have directly contributed to making this podcast possible. If what's your sign has improved your life, it's taught you something, it's added value, 
then please consider joining us on Patreon. Even though this is a ton of fun to do, it doesn't mean it's not work. And your contribution really helps make that work possible. We love making this show and we want to keep doing it as much and as often as possible. And we can't do that without your help. Help keep us indie and help keep us putting out the episodes you look forward to every Monday. If now is not the right time to join, no sweat. There's other ways to support us. Follow us on social media at What's Your Sign Podcast on Instagram. Make sure to turn our post notifications on. Check us out on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. And yeah, we're on TikTok at What's Your Sign Podcast. The link to join our Patreon and all the links to our social media accounts are in the show notes. Thank you so much for your support. We'll see you over on our Patreon. Well, it makes me think of what Lisa brought up at the beginning with, with the name of the elements imbalance. One of the things that comes up a lot with Mercury is its association with healing process, which also makes me think of Chiron too. Mm-hmm. But it is about the integration. And when we aren't integrating all of this information as one, when we are trying to separate them out and say this is this is one thing or like we're going to uh, completely disconnect our mind from a process in any way, then it doesn't work. But when we unify all of those things, when we bring them together and hold them as like a a functioning system, then that's when healing happens. That's when ideas spread and commerce takes place. It's not just Mm -hmm. individual things that aren't connected to each other. It is these things where we get all these mercurial um, associations. But the Chiron one too made me think of that, of like the mercury being like Like a process. Yes, the mind and... Can, how our mind is connected to our body and mm-hmm. that like literal idea of being it being like your attitude whether we're talking about how your attitude affects the outcomes of your life or how your attitude literally infects your own sense of well-being and caring for yourself and these if you aren't you aren't just a head walking around mm-hmm. you all are attached to a body and you know well yeah. and for some people I think I'm thinking back of a friend who used to um, she's listening to this. Hey, <laughs> used to I remember like she had like with an ex. I remember I would hear her often saying to him, "Use your words." <laughs> like okay, mm-hmm. like now use your words. And I I think it's that, which yeah, some, like sometimes we literally have to verbalize what it is that we're feeling, wanting, etc. But also I think it's a good reminder too. Like some Mercury's and well, we can uh, when we go through the Mercury signs, some people ver- Mercury expression doesn't always have to be verbal as well. I think a lot of people are going to communicate maybe better through like love languages, which was talked about earlier as well, like through their actions or, you know, through art, artistry or, you know, singing or like maybe writing is an easier way, Um, you know, for people like I was talking about words of affirmation in my relationship. And I was like, if it's not your go to, like, write me more letters, like write, send me more texts. Like this still is verbalizing, even though you're not speaking it out loud, too. So I think if you're someone that's maybe like struggle with mercury related stuff, maybe try it, like break away from like, we go straight to talking, I think with mercury and it can be also a different realm of communicating. It goes both ways too, like with every, um, you know, with every output you're processing and every conversation you're listening. So like, it's not, it's not just about the words that come out. Like, I think mm-hmm. that's what people think Mercury is, but it's the process. So it is also listening to others, hearing what they say. And like, it makes me think of that, especially because you mentioned um, transportation, like that old Brian Regan joke where he's like, saw two log trucks passing each other on the highway. Like you have logs, you need logs, like, you know, but it's like, for (laughs) some reason it happens, you know, like things are going in both directions. And so like, 
yeah of course like you know they both had logs but like it it however it worked out like it needed to go that way and I so I think it is like seeing it from both sides or whatever not always the the easy you know I have yeah. trouble with that okay. in my house too where I'm like we don't need to see also I just make a choice like yeah doesn't have to yeah. be the right choice any choice will do oh my god like yes. the how the things got how did this get made this is like feels very mercury tv recommendation <laughs> I love throwing that on I was watching one it wasn't how this get made but it was like a different youtube of like um this pizza place in Chicago Pequods which is like bomb ass delicious such good pizza well known they make you got to watch the video about how they like a day there they make on the low end 700 deep dish pizzas a day on the high end 1000 deep dish pizzas a day the amount of like it was so cool to see like the owner or manager guy was like okay this is how I do it and he opened like seven big things a tomato can and he's like and now put the cup or two of basil and put the pepper and cheese and the guy was like why do you do it in the cans he's like because i can visually see that it has been done to scale when i look down at each can and not like oh i'm gonna put all the tomato in this mixer and then add all the basil it's like i know that it's all scaled size and i was like oh this is such an interesting mercury process, process. which actually mm-hmm. i was like actually that's brilliant like it seems like why not just dump it in all one thing and it's like you will but now i know that it's been i can quick look and see it was done right is it, I don't know. It was just a, like I think it was called, like working a day at Pequod's. It was whether you care about pizza or Chicago or Mercury things. It was well, just like an interesting video. All it. restaurants have those shortcuts too. I think it's mm-hmm. like a soup cup is eight ounces, so we like use that to measure whatever or like thing things like that. Like you know, you always see in uh, people drinking out of the quarts, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, to go quarts yeah, yeah, or yeah. whatever. But it's those are used to like scoop salt to put in stuff or whatever. You know what I mean? You know exactly what the measure is of it, so mm-hmm. you don't have to necessarily have all of the gadgets and the things. Yeah, Ooh, I love that. Um, my systems, last thing before we so systems and before... shortcuts. Yes, and shortcuts. Well, I think this leads into our breakdown of the signs because this was an- another thing that I thought of, or I mean, that was interesting to me from this of the idea of mercury also representing um youthfulness young people mm. um this kind of idea because i think it is like the um that makes sense to me one there the mythic the myth behind it is like mercury was a baby and mercury did something funny as a baby and that's how it like everyone was so delighted by this thing that it was like mercury stole stole this turtle shell and did this thing but they were like oh a baby came up with this that's crazy like i like this baby spirit let's put him in here let's not judge him as being a bad a bad immoral member of society let's make him apologize he's like you have to return this thing you have mm-hmm. to do this, but we we love you and we want you to work with us and now you're the messenger of of the god um that made me and i'll i'll post all these links to the pizza and this but I mean, you think of this John Waters clip I just saw as ball um, where it's like some TikTok where he he has a guy he pays to send him new music. Yes. That I he saw would that like. He's yeah. Like, yeah. And he was like, because when you're that person, that's like only good music was made in the 80s or 70s and earlier. It's just like you're saying I'm old. <laughs> like, yes. I'm just going to like there's nothing good made. Like, uh, I was just listening to the new Olivia Rodrigo. I'm a fan. I'm officially so good. Yeah, I like it I'm an O-Rod fan or yeah. I don't know what our name is I'll just tell me I'll sign up I'm in but it's like yeah I just think that that's such a 
Like yes. it's true. Like you're like like don't choose to like roll over and die. He's Aries Mercury, also just so. Well, we gotta. Well, Mercury. it's also like the funny things and being. I think we've missed out on some of the jokey, jovial Mercury stuff that I think is you're more familiar with, probably. Yes, mm-hmm. and I think men- in mentioning to the um element of Mercury as in periodic table of elements and that it like you know if you touch it it like it gets in your skin it like adapts to whatever it is mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. on or whatever and it is useful in a lot of ways and all those kind of things i think those are the only two things i can think of we didn't mention yes yeah and i'm but, sure there's others too but, you know mercury again it's so it's so muted. yeah but thinking of that where it's like it is all just like it's the process it's not the things itself it's the process and and like again can be used for for good and bad but thinking about mercury as as youthful and thinking about um a lot of these kind of like associations with mercurial mercurial people being responses and reactions especially because we see these sun aspects these moon aspects these things one of the things they brought up is looking at those aspects because often they are reflective of like parental parental reactions and i think Mm. that we do have such again talking about this like no no bad words no bad thoughts no these having such a judgment still it's hard to not judge um what people are thinking and saying and so i think a lot of times our mercury placements can speak to the way that we were taught to contextualize how we think or speak and communicate and so when you were talking about having difficulty communicating you know some people um whether they were encouraged or not can still have very direct communicating styles but i think some of us too have had a lot of responses to how our mind works whether that be you know neurodivergence or just Mm -hmm. you know we were in a repressed household where speaking at all was not encouraged and so i think kind of hope hopefully applying some neutrality to our own processes and just seeing them for what they are that this is the system itself it doesn't mean you know your mind doesn't work or it does it's just like this is the this is the instant pot that you have to cook your things some people have an instant pot some people have to use the stove and it takes a little longer but we're all you know we're all getting fluffy nice rice at the end of this we just might have to have different steps and and these kinds of things but i think just remembering it feels like such a tender thing because it is so neutral on its own but if it wasn't held in that container i think there's so much judgment that can get put on put on mercury and that makes uh back to chiron because it's just in mm-hmm. the story i think a lot of times whether looking at my own chart or for other people, like so much of Chiron is where we're told to, whether it's a communicating thing or not, are told like, don't say that, don't do that. Mm-hmm. It's usually going to be things of Mercury stuff, right? Because it is like, maybe it's Chiron and Gemini. It's like, who told you like to pipe down, you know, or, um, or Taurus, maybe who told you like that you've had enough, like, don't, you don't ask for more. Like, I think all those things do still require a very Mercury touch with Chiron. Anyways, I'm having some yeah, I'm having some fucking think, revelations about Chiron with I Mercury. Think mm-hmm. th- those things affect our processing too, you know, being yeah. told not mm-hmm. to do something, it mm-hmm. actually affects the way you think and all how yes. you, you know, especially mm-hmm. like when you're younger and all how that you perceive kind of yourself, stuff. how others yeah. perceive you. Wow. And again, thinking of that integration of all of that too, of it being like a thing that you can't separate out from yourself. It's part whether whether you have a Sun Mercury conjunction or not, your thought process is an integral part of of your being of your well-being and so the more we can kind of like be be present for that and be tender with it and see it again as neutral and not as a a thing that is both 
just as easily used for good as for bad <laughs> quote yeah. unquote, on either of those things. Well, um, and I think, yeah, too, you know, because I mean, a lot of times we'll hear, oh, your rising sign is the person you're meeting. I've found it's Merc. I find it's like Mercury a lot of the time. Um, you know, I'll meet. Like, I met someone who had the same moon and rising as me. And I was like, oh, cool. But like we felt and we, we and we're we're friends, but I felt like we were quite different. And then I was like, oh, you're Scorpio Mercury. Like, OK, mm-hmm. like you're like I, I, you, she was a cold build, you know, like it wasn't mm-hmm. I wasn't getting it right right away. And there's other you know aspects and planets at play. But I think, too, because it is we are perceiving people off these first impressions are usually how they're communicating to us. Mm-hmm. So I do think Mercury has like, that's my hot take is I think Mercury shows itself maybe first a lot of the time in people's chart. It probably depends on their chart, you know, no quotes. It's astrology. Amusing. But mm-hmm. another, I've noticed. another thing quickly is whether or not you have this. Um, I think it's a, just again, like a fun reminder um, whether or not you have a sun mercury conjunction to begin with, um, mm-hmm. at some point your sun will progress and you will have a sun mercury conjunction. Oh. Um, so nice. I think at some point we all do find a way to like make our words and will come together. And for some people that might be earlier. I got thinking of that as a progression. If you are, even if it's not exactly conjunct, if your sun is closer there, you could have a sun moon I'm sorry, a Mercury sun progress conjunction at age 10, at age mm-hmm. 13. Some people it might not happen until potentially 30, 35, whatever, because of the because of the distance there. But like mm-hmm. I like that as a reminder where it's like at some point you will find a time when your voice when your voice matches your your will. And um so just remember that that's that's possible for all of us. Whoa. Love that. Cool. Uh, should we run through yeah. the signs? I just, so I made this little thing, which is easy for us to add on to. It, it was just, I named this section, what comes to mind? And I just went through each Mercury placement of just like, what came to mind from maybe people I've met before, just thinking of the symbology of to start Aries, Mercury. So, um, and I know Lisa, you had some affirmations too. Should we pair, are they sign by sign? Should we pair them? No, together? mine are just for Mercury. So just, Mercury. just to okay. just to enact. Maybe we'll, the, we'll end. We'll, let's with close that. the spirit of Mercury. Love it. Yes. So Aries Mercury to me at first was very naturally thinking more off the cuff. Uh, but speaking their truth, and I want to emphasize the there with Aries Mercury because I I was thinking, and maybe I'm skipping ahead a bit to Taurus Mercury. I think Taurus is also very much about speaking the truth, but I think it can. I'm kind of chatting with these two together. I'm Gemini Mercury, of course. But it's I think Taurus can go more into like even their hard truths about themselves where Aries is just like it can be very like first response, which is great. And I think their immediacy is like such a gift. Um, And I think, too, if you're Aries Mercury, and you're like, what the fuck? That is not me. I think this is a, a encouragement to maybe be that sign that does go first or, you know, maybe not like reserve yourself to the back because there is something about being that first speaker that might help like harness a lot of power for someone with Aries Mercury placement. Mm-hmm. I find the distinction to be that I think Aries Mercury is direct. Taurus Mercury is blunt. Light them up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any Aries Mercury. No, I well, of course, it could even be an it could even be an outfit or a you know things. I know I'm like no, I feel like it's also like um, 
just as quick to start and finish. Mm, that's a good, yeah. Where Taurus, I don't think when I as as much with that. I when I think of Aries, I also think of like I don't want to. I I think this is a thing that Steve will say literally. Well, he'll be like, "I'm done telling. I don't want to finish this story. I'm done telling this story." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so like I'm not gonna. And finish that's it. This. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yep, okay. <laughs> like where it's also the like ending. It's yeah, yeah. The g- giving that like um. It's, I think Aries is very durational minded, yeah. but a fast durational. Mm-hmm. It's quick. And so I think that's also like, that might mean that it's immediate. It might mean that it's like, it's absolutely what's happening right now. Cause it just makes, whenever I'm thinking of who, what's the sign, I'm thinking of like, what kind of thermometer is that? What kind of temperature is, are you taking mm-hmm. sort of thing? And it's like, Aries to me is like right away. Like what just literally it's like, it's hot. And it's like, yeah. not, not more than that necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course, too, I mentioned it earlier, if you're natally retrograde, it might be, you know, these signs, but with a twist or of course, it depends if you have like, I would think maybe Saturn squaring Mercury, there might be like that fear to misspeak. Um, So yeah, you know, like, look at your chart, explore it, whatever. But Taurus Mercury, back to speaking the truth, even I think if it means them like being like, yeah, I fucked up <laughs> or like, yeah, that was this thing. Um, And it's also one of my favorite voices. Mm-hmm. I, I love Lisa's voice. But like a many Taurus Mercury people where I'm like, I could just listen to your audiobook. And I mean, they're ruled by throat and throat chakra things. So I think it Taurus just has, I think that's why they're great at being blunt because it sounds good coming from a Taurus as well. Mm-hmm. Like it's not as like a shrill bluntness. I mean, I guess it could be, but usually no, it's nice I buttery. It's a cadence for sure. Mm-hmm. It's a cadence thing. A hundred percent. They're they're also like editors too. I think it's, I definitely thought the thing that I cut out of my story where Steve is saying like, I'm done telling that story. I'm just like gradually going, oh, you're telling too much about yourself. Make it shorter. Mm -hmm. Don't say less. Like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. This makes me want to do, I just wrote this down, the Cadence Project. I would love to hear different Mercury's reading just the The same same sentence or tell me about your first kid like and just seeing like hmm well I think of like a uh, shout out previous guests like uh, uh Deborah Silverman's like going through the signs YouTube videos too and just like <laughs> actually being able to hear the mercury um is yes. quite interesting uh yeah. Gemini mercury we can have uh lots of tabs open in the mind you know it's, it's connecting a lot of dots and my first person experience is what I have happen often and if Gemini, other Gemini Mercury's have this is like, I'll see like uh, oranges. We've been talking about oranges in the morning. In the afternoon, I see an orange and I pick back up on the conversation about mm-hmm. oranges from six hours ago. And people go, what are you talking about? It's like the oranges that we were just, just speaking about. And it's like, no, mm-hmm. there was a huge time gap, but okay. Okay. We're back into it. So I think they're just keeping a lot of info at, at all, all at once. Um, and me, I've heard Gemini Mercury too can have a very twin, like up and down cadence, you know, you know, yeah. when you hear it, Gemini Mercury to me is very like real time DVD commentary. <laughs> <laughs> like, Dude, bring back DVD commentary. Love, so good. Love, but it is, you're, you're right. It's like answering the question and giving the, the background and, oh my God. And then and proposing a new question yes. and going like, oh, that's not. LOL, like da, 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 reading the reading the billboard out loud and then it's mm-hmm. then we're singing along to the song and and then we're also saying like oh oranges mm-hmm. that's funny you said I reading along because like my mom and my stepdad are 
um, Air Mercury's and they like read every building sign like while we're driving by like it's kids in the car and I'm just like okay guys (laughs) we get it diner gas station it's like Jesus fucking Christ (laughs) I think of it as tags like in jokes where you know you say the thing that you think is like the funniest thing and then they give you like the Mm -hmm. second punchline the third like you're like oh here no actually this is the that that now it's way funnier or like mm, just simply that little thing that like you say it they say it and it like takes it farther or pushes it a little bit into a different territory makes an analogy all of those kind of things love mm-hmm. it yeah um cancer mercury um can be i think i also really like cancer mercury voices it makes sense with moon and venus mercury based people but um can be a voice of reason and safety but also i think cancer mercury's that i've known have been really great um community space parties um you know making sure it's i feel like i have good parties with cancer mercury people because it's like i'm not just showing up at a party and hearing all about your your job i don't care about it's like oh like let's talk about like have you seen this new release like i think there's an interest in the arts and that also um just makes it a like a fun space to even communicate with other people i think cancer mercury can be very like the phrase i was going to use is like gossipy not necessarily at the gossipy Mm. but there's something intimate about that kind of communication that's very like did you hear they know they know a lot about everybody did you hear about this and it says again not necessarily saying that they are gossips and that that is the thing but i think that there's something um yeah, that's coming up for me of just like the like because it's like in the in the shell in the thing. I like, think Gemini accidentally gossips and Cancer Mercury's like, tell me about. I gotta that tell you person. about this thing or mm-hmm. or what's the what's their deal or whatever. But yes. again, it's something it's something intimate and and kind of again not necessarily in the content of the conversation, but in the energetics around the Cancer Mercury style of communication feels mm-hmm. like you are being called into the corner to be told something that's not for everybody Mm -hmm. i wonder a little bit about that secret keeping nature um because i think that cancer mercury may be quiet and so might gemini but i think the gemini is really listening and i Mm -hmm. think the cancer is thinking what to reveal like Mm -hmm. like which part of thing and I think it's also that kind of sidestepping thing like even in the case of gossip or you know sharing information it's potentially not giving all of it Mm -hmm. or withholding parts of it yeah so it is like and and I think that that can be very tactful too I don't want to say it's like you know withholding or negative I think that could be very like um you know I only share this with this person because I know that they don't talk about this or this I only share this with this person because like it's my mom and we're close or whatever but there's like always reasoning there Mm -hmm. yeah I think cancers naturally have people want to talk to them a lot like they there's like this Mm -hmm. that safeness um in in the secrecy or empathy or that that watery like boundaryless connection that can happen even though I think they're like, go on, tell me more about how much you hate that person mm-hmm. or this thing. And they're like all waters. They're collecting the mm-hmm. info, um, even though you thought it was a two way street. It might have not have been uh, Leo Mercury is, I mean, corny, but speaks from the heart. 
Um, but also when they speak, people listen. Obama, famous Leo Mercury placement, a master orator. There's trust. It's like they they're it's funny, it's there's trust. And it's like it feels like a politician. Oh, like the people you don't should not trust, probably, but also that's part of the art of politics as well getting people on your side and i think if you have a leo mercury placement and you're not using it like hello like i think that there could really be some secret sauce there um even if that's just maybe not being the the center of attention it could just be negotiating a better salary people might just be like okay mm-hmm. like sure for you we like you natural so um yeah it seems like a very powerful not a you know it's a sun sun mercury yeah I think this one's also quiet, but it's mm-hmm. not quiet when we need to hear from them or like, yes, when mm-hmm. tragedy starts time. or something, it's like, they're going to be the one that texts you. I'm sorry. They're going to be the one that's like, I think, uh, yeah, I think they're vocal when needed. And I think mm-hmm. also maybe tactful, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Even like, like- Okay. I was just gonna say, I mean, it's very literal, but like uh, the lion and the roar. You don't need mm-hmm. sometimes you use the full roar, but also a little a little snarl is is more than enough for us to go like, oh, okay. But also a lot of times it's a lot of times it is not speaking. Uh, you know. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, you just saw me smile laughing at Donald Trump because I was like, wait, what's Donald Trump's Mercury? Because I was just like had enough. Of course, he's cancer. Oh, which yeah. uh, like all that shit we just talked about it's yes. like very very funny because i'm thinking of like obama's also you know which obama has plenty of problems but his likability also goes like he shows you what playlist he's listening to and there's <laughs> like uh this is the stuff i like like i'm a human like but here's like but only these things that you get to really have and know mm-hmm yeah well, letting so, you in i feel like. and we see his relationship with you know michelle like there is like uh yeah, it's just that very warm Leo heart centric things that people like. Well, I think that's also very it's very positive or those kinds of things very too. Where positive. it's not as again that can be that can be um, interpreted as selective and as these. And again, I think that's where we're, we're all saying this kind of quiet, um, you know, yeah. reserve. There is something regal and reserved about that kind of communication that isn't as opposed to that cancer that is a little like you said sidesteppy or talking out of the side of your mouth doing these little. I think that absolutely makes sense as a Trump placement when we think of how Hilarious. many how many little side kind of comments. Where Neptune? Mean, are you fucking? Mm-hmm. Kidding? Are you fucking? These kidding? things un- unrelated, bringing up other people's whatever mm-hmm. kind of thing you know what i mean never never self-disclosing or from this place of yeah you know, totally but uh look at also, everyone else and how shitty they're doing and also literally like whiny so whiny this kind, like and, a gossip like I, I mean i feel like he does this yeah he's a literally little, little pinchy pinchy little hoe anyways virgo mercury uh back also in its home sign as we mentioned um, but also co-ruling with Chiron. Um, it's very reads the instructions. I feel like where Gemini keeps everything back to this selectiveness, you know, because the signs build back to this kind of selectiveness of Leo. Um, I think Virgo really only wants to keep what it needs. It comes back, I admit your name reference made me think very Virgo. It's like, do I need to keep this name? Or is this mm-hmm. like, I'm only meeting them at this one party. So like, why would I store this? I think it's very like storage of information minded. Mm-hmm. I think process the process oriented and also like process um 
externalized in that kind of like talking you through how we're how we're doing this or what decisions mm-hmm. they did did and didn't make i think it can be internal but i think also in mercury it is very externalized for us to hear i'm doing this i'm doing that here's mm-hmm. what i'm doing it because it also makes me think of like self-deprecating self-effacing kind of energy too which to me is the very like i'm i'm gonna say it so you know i'm aware of it i'm letting you in on the process mm-hmm. too yeah i think virgo mercury's my you know people might just think you know what you're doing mm-hmm. <laughs> as well which you might have to let people know like i don't which i know mm-hmm. tough ch- tough virgo challenge like send that again or tell me this or like how when is it you know i think it, there could be this natural knack because it is home and it's earth and it's mutable like i think that's such a superpower for a Virgo mercury but also like knowing where those you know where you do need assistance where you just don't have it all figured out um, I think it's another direct one. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. yeah, we'll we'll f- not find them really beating around the bush. You just like no, mm-hmm. and not like because I I think Gemini can get into like the background where it's like it's just no, no, yeah, not for me. Um, Libra Mercury. Uh, also, I'm referencing uh my my mom because I think she's ruled by her Libra Mercury, and I feel like I've just seen it seen it in action for a long time. Is I think Libras do have the uh, gift of like design. She's a designer, like design minded of like bringing that peace and flow. Like she'll like, oh, hang it this way. And it's like, I would have never thought to do that. And, um, you know, like having this kind of make having like tricks almost to like make things feel like better than they are. Like, oh, like put a mirror here. It's warm. It's bigger. It's this is warmer. Yeah. There's like, I think, and this is like a very like job specific references, but I think it can be applied to a lot of other things of like, it's design minded to bring peace and flow, which is very Libra. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think they just can see things in a different Venus bent than other people might. Where Mm -hmm. Taurus might be a little more practical, like, no, it goes, the picture, it hangs up straight and Libra's like, but I like it cricket. (laughs) Or like, it has like something different here. I think it's one where, um, we need the final product you know we can't always see where they're coming from on the way mm-hmm. but once you get the final vision yes. you're like oh there it is like so if it, if you have this placement and maybe you're having difficulty like making a point or something make the point first then go back yeah. and tell your story mm-hmm. yeah versus as a as a conversational example versus like a designing a room one Yes, Mm -hmm. I agree, because I think it is like there, I think where Libra not like undoes, but Libra made me think a little bit of oversharing or over explaining, as opposed to the Virgo, like, hey, I'm letting you in on my process, because I want you to hear where you might, where like, I maybe don't have this knowledge. I'm here's how I'm making a decision, because this is what I know. Whereas I feel like Libra is telling you is like, defending their defending their decision and mm-hmm. most like in letting you in on the process you go like wait <laughs> we didn't need we didn't need all that just tell just yeah just show us the thing mm-hmm. yeah they 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 have it's it's air mercury like they're yeah. doing it in a unique way similar we'll get to aquarius mercury and Gemini. i think they're all like that's a way to do it okay yeah. <laughs> like but and then you but go, you're think- like oh i see what you were doing here I think it also, though, speaks to, like, passion and, um, like, uh, I like this design-minded because it is, I think, very, like, 
no, they have a point. There is a point of view. There is a reason mm-hmm. for this. There mm-hmm. is a their decision making, and there is, um, like outcome based thought. Not it's not it's not for no reason. And so I think that that it's that's like they're again it's like legal minded too. It's mm-hmm. uh yeah yeah um Scorpio Mercury um can definitely read between the lines you know there are observant sign going into like Scorpio qualities too of like deep diving researching I like I know too many (laughs) Scorpio dominant and Mercury people working in museums or working in places that you can really like spend a lot of time and really immerse yourself so I think too if maybe you're working a job that's like not the same thing every day. Maybe you do want to be able to like, no, I want to be the expert or go really in or like, you know, find um, something that feel doesn't mean you can't have varied interests, but I think that there might be a real satisfaction of like, I don't know, I think of like journalism, like spending time learning more about people and really um, seeing how things operate that isn't, it's like not fast. I think of mm-hmm. Scorpio Mercury as as slow, but not like, in a, oh, I think no bad it's way. very quick. I find it extremely quick, like um, roast battle when they do the retort. Mm. That's like Scorpio Mercury to me, mm-hmm. where it's like. A but I feel quick, like they've like, had those things in them for years. I feel like it's like, oh, I've had this in the vault, and now it's time to um, maybe, bring yeah. it, bring it, uh, bring it out of the vault. I think that it's what you're talking about with researching, and that I think that feels very slow moving. But I do think if you just even if someone just like attacked them like verbally on the street, mm-hmm. I think yes. they would have a quick answer. I don't mm-hmm. think that they're going to mull it over. So I mm-hmm. think both, but I just think that they're like, I don't know. I feel like they have quick reactions. They're like, mm-hmm. they read they are the little Scorpio very, bug, which they do very they would... simply. But mm-hmm. I think what, what you're talking about is these like long-term processes, mm-hmm. which I think is more the internal maybe. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Well, I think, there's like um responding versus disclosing and mm. i think that response is to me scorpio i'm doing the stinger if you're watching yes. this on on youtube i think uh, uh uh that is where we're precise where we can hone in on where we need to hit mm-hmm. in this thing because it still is mars ruled you know or pluto yeah. again we want to drop this thing and explode it or whatever like mm-hmm. that to me and i think that can be both the like um we're waiting for our opportunity for the perfect place to hit this so there is something like oh i have that but i think again coming back to my like thermometer uh sort of thing too where this is very much the unspoken this is the un what yes i know what you're saying but what are you hiding and what you're hiding mm. is what I can say immediately because there's there's things that people think that they are mm. not just because you're not telling me doesn't mean you aren't communicating. It's again. very like I noticed you didn't bring up this. Is yes. there a reason? Yes. You don't or talk about it. Oh, you're well, that's st- the Pluto stuff. I think that's why Pluto makes me think of the slower unfolding. Yes. But yes, I think that's the great reminder. There is, I think, a Mars can be that quickness. But I think I, I just I'm having like a, inch, a scene in my mind of like a young Scorpio Mercury getting dissed on the schoolyard and be like, I'm never not going to be prepared to handle these fuckers oh, yeah. ever again. There's, well, it's like it's the also, revenge origin story. Yes. I think there's also this like. This person's never doesn't have an they're never like mulling something over in a no. job interview. They're no, like, no. I have the they're, things like they're sharp they're prepared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Well, again, yeah, it's like the it is. I also think it's like a bit of a worst case scenario or like a I'm thinking last resort type. Yes, thing. I'm thinking survival. I'm thinking these sorts of things. It's not again. It's like not a um, Scorpio will Mercury will kill in a job interview because they know what you want to hear. Do they yes. agree with what they're sharing? Probably, probably yeah. not. But they know that this is the performance of getting you on their you on their side, vice versa. Yes. I'm in love it. Sagittarius Mercury, maybe a bit opposite of the Scorpio Mercury that we were talking about here. I think that they can think so long term and big vision, you know, these key Sag words we talk about that they I've noticed like Sag Mercury, as I know, can take a little bit starting new things because they have like they're thinking about like the body of work in a very like, but does this represent the whole era's story history? Um, And of course, you know, very Sag qualities of being like natural teachers natural people that um have that way to connect people to actually understanding it is what it is that they're talking about so i think that makes sense like teaching usually requires like lesson plans and thinking about like what it is what do i want you to get out of what i'm conveying to you Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think also like the more information versus less just mm-hmm. as as a general kind of thing where it's like i'm going to i'm going to tell you as much as i think there could, there's no end to the things i could be uh disclosing versus mm, no let me hoard hoard information or keep things that control it it's more like no nah, this is meant to be out in the open and mm-hmm. gone mhm yeah I mean, fun, obviously. Yeah. Like, yes. And I think I, if you're stuck at a party with a Sag Mercury, that's not being stuck at all. I think all of it also said with kind of like a, a laugh and a levity mm-hmm. too, that there's not like, again, it's not um, burdensome. No, it's, it's more just exci- like it's excitement. Like, how did we get here talking about this yeah. all of a sudden? Uh, Cap, shall we? Um, you know, natural their caps are natural leaders, so they can maybe tend to lead the conversation. There's a natural confidence, but the cap caveat, as always, is if you earned it, if they want to even invest. I think I talked about my impressions of a was that a Scorpio Mercury? I can't remember if they were Cap or Scorpio Mercury now, but either way, they had a lot of both personal planet placements. But I think it is like, is this worth the return? What are you? What is this like? Are you? is it worth expending the energy? And I think that's very like earth sign behavior is like, is this worth my investment? But I think Cap can really back to like Leo, which we talk about similarities of Cap and Leo often. I think they also could have that really like, yeah, I just, I believe what you're saying. I trust you. And like, you have a natural confidence that um, maybe not other Mercury placements have the pleasure of having. Mm-hmm. I would say don't ask again. No, it's don't like, uh, yeah, we don't want to re- have repeating information. We don't want to be, oh, don't make me tell you twice kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Also, like Saturn makes me think of linear. Uh, anytime I have readings, I, I always tell people this in the beginning. I disclose my Mercury placement because I think it's pertinent because I'm like some Gemini Mercury. I'm nonlinear. Like we're not going to go sun, moon, v- Mercury. V- <laughs> like, you know, it depends on what's transiting. Uh, and then if they're a Capricorn Mercury, I make the joke, you're a Capricorn Mercury. So I have to tell you this because I, they do want sequential typically like mm-hmm. that's Saturn time in order is like, what do you mean? We're skipping 
straight to Saturn or, Pluto yeah. or you know, like give it and I'm generalizing, but typically Cap wants order um, and yes. order means you are listening and I don't have to repeat myself about what we were just talking about. I think there's yes, order. This makes sense. Um, like makes me go like make it make sense kind of thing, <laughs> but because I think Capricorn is also like can have those same kind of like blunt, direct, um, very funny too. Mm-hmm. I think similar yes. to a lot of things. I think it's like a very um, uh, very effective Mercury. Um, but I think sometimes that humor comes from when things are not making sense and kind of calling that to attention. Call- saying did you literally say that like literally saying what someone just said to them here like actually hearing what was said actually saying those things back asking a a reasonable question and also then having a response to someone's like Mm non-answer um in that way but I also think it is like um I don't want to say not not fun because it's not that either but I think there is like a I it definitely does not say to me like the we're we're within the confines of reality not so mm-hmm. much the um like we're we're making things up or whatever it's yeah. not speculative in that same in that way that like a say coming from a Sag Mercury is mm-hmm. I think very we're really off we're going real far we're making assumptions we're you know tangentially attaching things that to me is not the cap not Mm -hmm. the cap theory it's like now we're very bound by the laws of gravity here totally um some other celebs too that just because obama was mentioned is michelle obama's mercury placement so back into that sort of power couple Mm -hmm. and stephen hawking so in that very back to the cap numbers (laughs) and math and space and time um feels quite appropriate Aquarius Mercury, um, think that Aquarius is very skilled, and I think Mercury will amplify this in making people think of something in a new way. Um, it could be that I think Lisa made a reference earlier, and I would, I know, actually, it was in a page, I was in our Patreon <laughs> recorded earlier, but I remember thinking, oh, I gotta bring this up to Mercury because you mentioned bringing that friend that brings up a third obscure option, and I'm just thinking of your Aquarius Mars, even though it's not your Mercury, but it's still a very prominent planet for you. It's like, it's like you know, like breakfast or lunch is like dinner. You know, like Aquarius has not like, oh, right, like something I didn't think of that. I'm using a pretty simple reference, but you you mm-hmm. get it. And I mean, Aquarians are really influential. Um, You know, they're community minded. They can get people on board. So I think um, I think any Mercury placement, of course, could be a politician or person of power. But I think now influence and far reach, like I think um, Steve Jobs had this placement as well. It's like, oh, I'm just really thinking about the future in it in a way that maybe not everyone's having access to. Mm-hmm. I think that this Mercury placement feels misunderstood. And I think that it can, as we're talking about like will and influence and all of those things, I think feeling that way can really influence the way that you communicate. And so I think sometimes it may come off as hurried or desperate or like, mm-hmm. um, like it has more weight on it or something because there is an attachment to it. Um, like not desperate, but like, I need you to understand this kind of thing. And so it might mm. be quicker or it might be a little bit unusual or there's a quality that you can't put your finger on. Um, I think that they really want what they're saying to hit you right and come mm-hmm. at you right. And sometimes that makes it more difficult to communicate. 
So I think that if you have struggled with communicating and you have this placement, like, you know, maybe it's like take time, slow down, Mm -hmm. list your points. And then, you know, again, maybe like put your your main point first and then get into your why and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. The phrase that came to mind to me is like data driven. And uh, I think where Capricorn is very like, this makes sense. This is like reasonable communication. Aquarius Mercury to me feels like logical communication. And to me, it's also that like excitement of oh no they like no there is an answer and I found the information I looked it up it's this and Mm -hmm. being as excited to tell you like oh do you know why that goes that way it's because this x y and z and most people not most people but many people I think have these different thought processes whereas Aquarius is like no I found like the answer and the answer is enough for me I don't need the emotional like kinds of things. But I think speaking to your point of that being kind of misunderstood, I think the data is not enough for a lot of people. Also, people people don't want to hear it at all. So it's like, there's people who are sitting there going, well, I know this, this, and that. And you're like, okay, but I'm not listening. And then it makes you more desperate to communicate your idea and your point. Yeah. Because it Mm -hmm. also is irrefutable. There is something about it that is irrefutable at the same time where it goes like, but no, like that's actually not how it works that's a great story that you're telling me about this but that's literally not how this process works so Mm -hmm. I what there comes those impasses but I think it's also what makes them so passionate about something because you can get behind something that is kind of irrefutable and also like it makes me think the same thing of like a punk ethos or something like that where it's like once you find out information you can't unknow that thing and that then forms your whole world like how is that not enough but for again for a lot of people it's not enough and so I think there is that disconnect but Mm -hmm. smart smart encyclopedic and I think like referential too in that way where it's like they'll have a a specific thing I'm like I do not want to go as a speculator as a passionate communicator not a not a literal (laughs) one like that it's like I would I would never uh question or be like no you're gonna bring up the like it's like the wikipedia hyperlinked Mm -hmm. mercury yeah i think there is like some similarities of scorpio and aquarius but i think you're right there's more like a little bit of more the feeling emotion watery stuff scorpio yes and i think but aquarius as we've talked about in the past has can be very hellbent on their ideas and of course they're going to come with all the facts and figures back so i think a toe-to-toe of aquarius mercury on aquarius mercury would be frightening Mm -hmm. um but also like i think they'd be up they're up for the challenges as well um with that saturn i think they could be really excellent teachers too because they really want you to know how we got there and all of that stuff Mm -hmm. so it you know if if we are in a setting that allows for you to go through like like julia said data and stuff then it's like a dead on win Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and then pisces mercury just okay goodbye everybody (laughs) that's the last that's a that is the last mercury sign you could have we're done yes (laughs) see ya yeah we're stopping in aquarius um of course there could be a natural poeticism maybe expressing back to those kind of non-verbal expressing um you know through art making or through song or through ways that are a little different of course there's a lot it's it's water so there's a lot of um care in their mercury i mean i think of these as people I think, right, any sign could be a teacher, right? But Pisces is going to make you want to, like, I could see them, like, being the teacher, like, starts this, like, a song's playing in class. You're like, you're probably wondering who that is. So you're like School of Rock, 
Like, I'm just going to really care about this thing. And maybe that's mm. going to rub off on you. Some celebs too. It's interesting looking at like this first initial list. Cause I think these people are almost like a bit unknowable, but then you know them very much through um, their art, like a Kurt Cobain, even, mm. you know, no matter how you feel about her Lady Gaga, we're mainly knowing them through their, even Mariah Carey. Like it's an interesting Heath Ledger. Like there's a, Oh, right. You're really, uh, I know, you, I know you all are fans of Celine Dion. Um, you know, there's a, these are really like moving people. Yeah. Like they move, like they do move you whether you're with or, or anti, but like, how can, I'm sorry, that list just, I feels like Pisces Mercury. To how, me. to me, it's like, how do you feel about getting emotional? They're going to make you emotional and not everybody likes being made to feel emotional or not everyone can handle other people being emotional, but they will remind you that we feel and it to me like the first Elton John. The word, the word that comes to mind is like vulnerable, and whether that's mm-hmm. some for some people that's cringe, and I think that that fits in, right. in like in our Aries Sun Pisces Mercury's. That's our that's our you know Mariah's our Mariah's our Gaga's our Elton Johns. These are mm-hmm. uh you know people that have made themselves vulnerable because they've made themselves such big figures in that way. But also it's their you know you need that container for all of that emotion because they're they're feeling it for us so we can feel it through them and and Mm -hmm. giving us vehicles to do those things and then i think the kind of like pisces pisces is that also like poetic um you know oh they're maybe feeling feelings that we're afraid to feel but them doing it gives us that permission but it is very like i hate to be like feelings because i know that they think and do those but i think it is the it is so um like yeah Mm -hmm. i think it to me speaks to a knowing of the human experience Mm -hmm. and a processing of those things and something i always say about pisces is like it sucks when you have to learn a lesson that you already know the answer to like it sucks when you get credit card fraud and you know you shouldn't have like you know left left uh card details somewhere given you know given your information out loud in a coffee shop or whatever it sucks to learn that but like you still have to go through it and so I think there is this processing that happens that it can cause like real genuine connection when you have an understanding of the other person and empathy for the other person and sometimes I do think it comes out artistically and in unusual ways sometimes I think it's just like they're very supportive and um they don't devil's advocate a lot they like just understand how to take your side their understanding of the human experience and they're able to process things through that lens mm, yeah there's like they're the last sign and they're the world so i think they can um there is that natural relation to maybe someone they have nothing in common with like yeah there's a universalness with pisces mm-hmm. that's really strong I, I was looking up this quote because it made me think of pisces mercury but it's interesting to find out this was made by a aquarius mercury retrograde Haver, is that what we call them? Um, I, I like Steven Soderbergh's quote about AI. It's just like AI, it's never been hungover and it's never made a meal for anybody it loved. And it's like, right. Like just because it can, who fucking cares? Because it's not a human experience, which I think, you know, it leads into the Aquarius Mercury kind of tie-in that they have. Um, well, it's like Soderbergh can comment on the robot doing that and and Pisces Mercury is like, have you ever made a meal for someone that you loved and they didn't say thank you? And you just mm-hmm. have to be knowing that you left your heart on the plate and no one, they didn't even notice the thing. And what do you do mm-hmm. with the things? What you do is 
go, okay, well, it does, I'm not going to stop making meals, but I am going to also like write a poem about that feeling there because this does have to go somewhere and someone else, like, I can't, like you said, Lisa, like you have to know, know the answer, which is like, life is also pain as much as it's beautiful mm -hmm. and it's this, but we also need to do things. And not to say that that's all the Pisces Mercury experience, but I think it's that like, um, this still needs to be, all of it needs to be communicated, the joy and the heartache and the things. And again, all of these people are, are, our examples are people who have been able to communicate all of that stuff to us or through us or for us. And, mm -hmm. and maybe not too like literally, but in a way where we go like, Oh yes, that thing. Well, it's also, you know, like, I think this is, there's comfort in silence. And like, sometimes the, sometimes like you want someone to speak and sometimes you don't. And like, mm -hmm. I think that that can be really tough if you're communicating with someone and they're trying to silently support you, that could be a barrier, you know, if you really need someone to speak out for you. And so I think Pisces is very comfortable being silent support, you know, and if you need them to come out of that a little bit, I think all you have to do is ask them. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Very yeah. Tumblr, very Tumblr mood board. Yes, how to say it. So I think yes. too, if you're if you're trying to create that vision for yourself for Pisces, they might I think literally visualize very visual mm -hmm. mantra. Hit us with the ass. We affirm. affirm yes. us out. All right. Here are some. <laughs> after, let me see if I can enact my Taurus Mercury. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I think clearly. I analyze correctly and my observations provide insight. I speak kindly to myself and others. I am brilliant and my intelligence shines through my voice. I am versatile and my mind supports me in my versatility. I tap into universal zeitgeist. I tap into facts in order to access truth. Hell yeah. Amen. And that's it. Hell yeah. Mercury. And so it is. I'm wow. Like kind of into Mercury right now. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm so I'm so into Mercury right now. <laughs> Loving it. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for listening, yeah. everybody. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to us on YouTube so you can watch us. Um, there was a lot of, at least for me, hand gesturing. Always, mm -hmm. actually. Um, but yeah, watch us on YouTube. Subscribe, like, comment, share, all of the things. Please write a um, review. Yeah, I guess you can do that on Spotify as well, Spotify. which I didn't realize. But if you write them on Spotify, write them on I Apple, iTunes, whatever we're calling it. Yeah, if you prefer just an audio version, make sure you subscribe to us there so you can get us always weekly in your in your inbox. It also helps other people find us, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, if you want more of us, join us on Patreon. Yes. And thank for you for bonus episodes and more. Yeah. And our Discord, where we're our about Discord, to ask a lot of questions and chat with our community members, because you know, yeah. episodes brings up talking points, and we talk about our charts. It's it's a it's a great space. Speaking of Mercury stuff, you know, the Discord, the chat. Um, yes. If you don't know, Discord is a chat. Basically, it's a chat room app. Gamers mm -hmm. love it, but we're on there um, talking Astro. So come through. Yeah. Join us there. Um, but if you're just listening, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, for joining us today and, and whenever you do, and we will see you next week. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to What's Your Sign. Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, 
Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love this podcast, please support us. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast. The link to support us is in the show notes. Follow us on Instagram at what's your sign podcast on Twitter at what's YR sign underscore pod and TikTok at what's your sign podcast for business opportunities, advertising or commission readings. Email us. What's your sign podcast at gmail.com. WIS is produced by Julia Loken, Stevie Anderson and Lisa Chanu. Artwork by Alexa Vicious and theme song by Honor Nezzo. 